When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Call of Cthulhu Mythos Mysteries, where we are going through the campaign book Horror on the Orient Express, which we have completed Dancers in an Evening Fog, and we are going on to Le Fleur du Mal, if I pronounce that right. I'm trying really hard, listeners. (laughs) I don't speak French, Mm. so... I just want to say we steamrolled through campaign one and realize now our mistakes <laughs> of what things we should have looked at that we didn't. <laughs> I'm sure our listeners know now that our investigators don't investigate. So <laughs> now that we have Doris on board, there might be some investigating going on. <laughs> right. So. Let's introduce our characters. Hi, I'm Aaron. I play Kyle Draper, a uh, private investigator. I'm Daniel. I play the parapsychologist named Fred Lyons. I'm Michelle, and I play Doris Oakley, the private detective. I'm better than you because I'm an investigator. All you do is drink. (laughs) And smoke. Don't forget smoking. And accidentally stumble upon information that we need. Uh, I didn't accidentally (laughs) stumble on anything. You would be the one that gets the most information out of... I'm I'm a great detective. What did I fucking tell you? I'm a better detective when I'm drunk. Let's get started. Where we last left off. You had gotten your tickets for the Orient Express... You did some research, found out a little bit of information. Kyle found out a lot of information on Fenelik. Guys had gathered supplies, and you boarded the train. So we will pick up on the train. Guys have been traveling for quite a while. The trip takes about eight hours i'm playing a lot of solitaire the train travels leisurely but without stopping through the english countryside through kent across the romney marsh grasses and finally into dover so when you guys arrive at dover you board a ferry for the coast of france and the city of Soleil. Of course, James purchases first class berths on the ferry. You guys take the ferry to Soleil, board a train, 
which is not the express itself, but one which includes cars, which will be linked with the main body of the Simplon Orient Express. So you will be in those cars since you are on the or, or you are passengers of the Orient Express. These cars are known as the Soleil cars. So you take that into Paris. So you have finally arrived. So as you're going over your notes, you know Smith did not indicate where to go in Paris. So you arrive there. What do you wish to do? Where in Paris? Yes, I think the Eiffel Tower gave it away. That's the tall pointy one. Oh, I knew that. <laughs> Come on, I'm a smart. So I suggest maybe we look at the... The Eiffel Tower? Bibliothec. We're on vacation. Eiffel Tower. No. Yeah, that, yes, that sounds good. I'm on the Eiffel Tower. Okay. Do you really want to go to the Eiffel Tower? Uh, when in France. That's not about the Eiffel Tower. That's about love. Well, I'm making it about the Eiffel Tower. And baguettes. Uh, the Bibliothec, the Bibliothec National Place. Yeah. What he said. Well, uh, if we're going to do the old research thing and screw the fun, we should probably check on uh, that uh, quack hotel. What? The Asylum? Oh, okay. What you said was so <laughs> weird. It's not. It's quack. You know, quacks, you two, you, well, she, he's a quack, you know, quack. Doc? Uh, where can we go to find out where that's located? I would guess uh, somebody on the street. <laughs> so I'm going to stop. Well, James would pipe oh, in and say true. he's been there numerous times on his travels holiday. The asylum? No, the bibliothèque. Yeah, the bibliothèque. <sighs> we'll get there. If he's been asleep for this long, I don't think he's going to be any different than before. Fine. I just really want to kill me a vamp. Don't you already have enough of that in Salem? Just, just... Let's go to this biblical place. Yeah, that's where we're going. <laughs> he, James, hails a cab, utters things in French. Check out Senior Fancy Pants over here. And you guys take off. So you pull up in front of a massive building. James pays the cab driver. You guys get out. And he says, Right. I have sent a telegraph ahead, secur securing library passes for us to get in. All right, there, money bags. Check him out with the brands. Money talks. I'm trying to sound like James, and I'm failing miserably. So you guys enter. James talks to. The person at the front in French. They talk back and forth. They look through some papers. 
You see a nod at him, and he presents you with cards. Uh, question. Why does mine say Kyle Drapper? <laughs> the name's Draper, not Drapper. They uh, look at you quizzically and say something in French. No. Does it matter? We're just, we're not going to. That is not my name. It, it, it's not like you're going to live here. We're just going to find some research. Respect the man's name. Light up a cigarette. Let's go do the freaking research. Well, first things first, um, do you have a French to English book? He looks at you quizzically and mutters something in French. And James then asks him. Oh, you'll ask for his book, but you won't ask why my name's all fucked up? <laughs> okay, I remember that. Well, James then says, well, I can translate for you. Might be doing a lot of that. <laughs> I assumed something he would say. So, you guys get in there. What are you guys researching first? The Devil's Simulator, I believe is what it was. Yep. Might have got the end of the word wrong. Nope, that's right. The Charenton Asylum. Okay. So you're looking up separate things. Okay. Doris, are you going to look up something else? Or are you going to help Fred or Kyle? Uh, I'll, I'll help Fred. Because uh, I was already going to look up the devil simulator. Okay. So let's start with you two first. I need you to roll me a library use. I may have destroyed some books looking for it. Because I got a <laughs> 100%. Oh, boy. No, you didn't destroy any books. But you are going through this and James kind of goes with Kyle so you have no idea what any of these titles mean uh I, I don't I don't think we're gonna have any luck doing it this way sometimes the covers can tell you everything oh okay so we're just gonna pull them all out and look at the covers no I just meant sometimes covers pull you towards them I'm a doctor I know what I'm talking about Okay, why don't we go find those two? Because we need James to translate. No, if this was Latin, I'd have this. But it's not. So, let's go over there with them. Come on. Because you're a doctor, and Kyle may not be able to handle finding things. You could probably find it faster, so we should go over there. So you guys go join Kyle? Yeah, for now. Okay, so while they're still looking through the titles, Kyle, roll me a library use. That is another extreme success. Okay, Kyle. What you happen to find is a newspaper article. Ooh. And in the newspaper article, it is an obituary of the asylum's director and dedications from friends and colleagues. And the obituary reads, Dr. Etienne Del Place. Sure, it sounds different than that, but this is how I'm pronouncing it. 
We mourn the loss of our esteemed director, Dr. Etienne Delplace, a man of the highest professional standards and a true pioneer in the field of neurology. His loss by tragic accident comes as a great blow. We at the hospital extend our heartfelt sympathies to his family, hoping that they may overcome their grief in time. Dr. Delplace will be missed by the Charenton community, Paris at large, the glorious nation of France, and civilized men everywhere. And the article is only a week old as you read the title of it. Does it say who's been appointed over his place? It does not. So there's two more things I want to look up real quick. Okay. Well, real quick, as you, or James, really, finishes reading the obituary to you, Fred and Doris walk up to you. Yup. Well, we can't exactly find anything when it's all in French. You guys don't read French? Do you read French? No. Exactly. I read Latin. Remember. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so either James can give me some French words to kind of guide me to look for some books, or we could just wait and he can help us too. So I need to figure out who is in charge of the asylum now, because the other guy died in a tragic accident, which I'm curious to know what the tragic accident was. Yes, that could be worth looking into. So, uh... Yeah, I'm going to look at uh, some newspaper clippings to see if they've got anybody appointed over him yet, or... And then I need to find schematics. I'm going to use all yours, because I'm bored with reading. We should go to the, uh... What's that place? The Moulin Rouge? Hey, Evelyn raved about it when she was I here. I don't think we're going to have time for that. <laughs> we have lots of research and... I heard it was an excellent bar, and I want to go. I'm putting my foot down. I never got to do anything fun. If you, you wouldn't let me go to the Eiffel Tower, you wouldn't let me do anything. You can't do anything fun. This is a vacation. It, it's not a vacation. And if you men folk want to go, have at. There, did you did you not hear me? It is a bar. So, I said you men folk can go and have at it. What the? Anyway, I'm gonna go look for the schematics. Okay. Roll me another library use. 43. Okay. You don't find any schematics. Shit. Do I find anything on the new director? That is a crit. You do happen to find something. So you do find the new director's name is Dr. Francois Leroux. Okay. Well, I'm done with the guy who can read French. Dr. France, France, Fran, Francois. Yeah, I got it. Leroux. And who's that? The dude in charge now of the asylum. So the dude I'm going to have to talk to. You got it, Doc. It's all you, baby. Uh, we should probably be coming up with a plan on how we're going to... Uh, have nerd guy read the book first. <laughs> Okay. So James offers his assistance with you guys and what you would like to research. Okay. 
Um, I would like to see if I can find some information on the Devil's Similar. Okay, roll me another library use, and you do get to subtract a d10. 13 under 38. Oh, nice. James starts looking, you and James, and you do need to roll me a luck. 42 under 90. Oh, so you do find a reference to the Devil's Simular. It's in a weird language, but Fred... While you're looking, it's written in Latin. You want me to try rolling? Yes, roll me a language use. Yeah. 26 under 37. So, you happen to find this information out. It was written by an anonymous Cistercian monk around 1260 and bound as a book in Venice in 1505. The book is considered apocrypha and the work of a mad cleric. It is known of of in occult circles, but the only known copy was kept in the church of San Maria Celeste in Venice. That's what I took from it? Yep. The book is in Venice. Supposedly. Supposedly. So, that is what you find out about that. Is there anything else you guys would like to research? Yes, on the cunt. Okay. Go ahead and roll me a library use, and you still get to subtract your d10. 40 under... 65. Okay. So, you do find pulling out a diary of Mademoiselle de Brienne that discusses the Fenelic incident and its outcome. It reads, The Comte was like a son amongst us, shedding his light and making all rejoice in his pleasures. His feasts are said to be the most lavish and lascivious yet seen in our city. It was then that it became apparent that much evil was afoot. And the queen became angered. The king's med did raid the house, and much was destroyed. And the comte was arrested. And this was written in June of 1789. Upon further research, you unearth the diary of Louis Mallon, who is the captain who led the assault on Fenelick's mansion in Poisy a suburb west of Paris. Malone seemed to have been... Malone. Seemed to have been shaken by the experience. And what you read happens June 1789. When we arrived, the feast was still in progress. Men and women were rutting like rabid dogs. We chased them out, arresting the ones who are not able to vouch for themselves. I sent six men to capture the Comte. While I entered the chambers beneath, I cannot bring myself to describe what I saw there, save that we have entered a cesspool and it was hell. God protect us. 
Many devices of torture lay in many chambers. One of my men found a strange Nuremberg virgin, which was locked. Fearing to find a fresh occupant, we smashed it open, but found it to be empty. It was a dark day when noble vermin such as Felic did descend upon Poise, and if God does not punish him for his sins, then the king surely will. It was with a just heart that I did give the order to burn the house and those who remained below, though the Comte did howl and scream as though his very soul was burning. We then took him to the place that would be his new home. There may he rot. Holy shit. Then you find a journal of Lucien Regalt, a physician to the queen. This was written June 1789. Two nights later, the soldiers of the king went in force to the Comte's villa to halt his excesses. After they burned his mansion, they brought the Comte before the king's deputy, who then ordered me present to deliver an opinion. Comte Fenelic was screaming and writhing. It was easy to see that he was mad. As a nobleman and a madman, he could not be executed, so I suggested that a merciful king might place Fenelic in Sheraton. The king's deputy apparently decided upon this course and arranged that Fenelic be taken there. Later, the king expressed his approval and the disposition was made permanent. The last I learned of him was that he had been locked away in a cellar because he had attacked other patients. You happen to find one last thing about Comte Fenelic's villa. The Comte's villa was a well-documented architectural oddity. Accounts describe it as a potpourri of architectural styles, ranging from classical Greek and medieval buttresses to fresh-built broken towers imitating Gothic ruins, similar to the English fashion of decorative ruins on country estates. The three-story building had a dozen bedrooms, a ballroom, and numerous sitting rooms. And with this is a set of plans made by a Parisian builder and downleading stairs indicating the existence of an unmapped cellar area. A cameo etching of the mansion's front view exists. And that's what you find. So I did talk about the unmapped cellar, though, still. Yeah. Okay. Um, I assume I could have my camera with me. Am I able to take a picture of, of the the plans? Because there's like a, you said there's like a set of plans with it. Or at least in the, the book. It looks like it, yes. So, yeah, you can go ahead and take a picture of it. So I'll do that. Just but remember, this place was burned down. So. It's not my okay, that's fine. <laughs> so, yeah, you take a picture of it. All right. Is there anything else you guys wish to research? Or are you guys done? No. Let's see if I can find anything on John. Johan. Johan Winkleman while I'm here. Okay. Go ahead and roll me library. 
Ooh, 43 over 38. Okay, so you're looking. James is kind of talking to somebody else, so you don't really find any information. Okay. I'd like to see what this accident was. Okay, roll me a library use. 23. Okay, you don't find anything on the accident. Bitch. Just the obituary. I want to look for the shunned mosque. See if that gives me information. Okay. Ah, well, James is too far away from me again. <laughs> no, you don't find any information on the shunned mosque. I mean, we can always ask the uh, new director when we go there if he would uh, let us know what happened to the last guy. He may not say a thing, but... All right. Well, it's time to go get your doctor on. Doctor. So how are we doing this? You said we're dressing up. I can be the assistant. And you could be the patient. Why do I have to be the patient? Wait, why do we need a patient? Yeah, I'll just be another doctor. Maybe maybe we're checking out the facility. Maybe we're thinking of... (laughs) I'm going to slide out some glasses I just keep in my pocket. <laughs> Put them on. I'm going to act like a doctor. But, uh, oh, Lord. Okay. And I rolled a 63 out of 45. So he's performing in front of you guys. And it is atrocious. I am a doctor. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. I say smart things. So here's the thing. We could take him there and tell him that we're looking for facility that would probably, properly handle him because he thinks he's a doctor. No, no, no. And we're just going along with it to humor him. Listen, listen. I'm a psychologist. I know these things. (laughs) You don't take a mentally unstable patient Mm -hmm. to a mental institution and say, hey, we want to see if this will work for him because then they're going to be like, yeah, sure, we'll take him in and we won't get him back. So we don't want to do that. I am also a doctor and agree with this. That's a good point. Oh my god. So James chimes in and says I can just use my charm and talk my way into getting information from the director or you could use your money and your charm that works that goes hand in hand my boy good because my doctor performance was to kill it really did kill us yes (laughs) Damn right it did. I'm the best. Ah, I've been learning from uh, Abby. Don't soil that actress's name, Kyle. You mean my wife's name? As I said, the actress. <laughs> Stupid motherfucker. Why she married a yank like you, I'll never understand. Because I'm a badass. I'm a chain smoking badass. All right, let's go talk to the doc. But first, I want to go talk to the cops. Okay. Maybe you can get some leeway with them. See. See, I speak foreign languages, too. That's the wrong country. (laughs) Pshaw. (laughs) All right, let's go to the police precinct. You guys leave the library. 
James hails you another cab. You go on your way, and that is where we're going to end the episode tonight. <laughs> is there a goat in the taxi now? <laughs> goat, how'd you get in this podcast? <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Tune in next week. Hey, everybody. This is your Mythos Master, Ariel. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please leave a review and share it with a friend. You can come chat with us on our Discord or check out our Twitter. Links are in the show notes below. Next episode airs next Saturday. Keep your percentiles low and your sanity high. What up tonight, City? You're listening to N54 Radio. This is DJ Sparks bringing you a new hit show from Night City, Cyberpunk, a Cyberpunk Red Live Play podcast. Listen as a ragtag group slamming on the corpos. Survive the streets and try to keep from being flatlined. You can tune in on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you get your podcasts. DJ Sparks out! Hello, this is Charlie Transmutation coming to you with another PSA announcement. No, Charlie. This is a commercial. What? Crap. Nobody told me that. Well, what are you supposed to do in this thing anyway? Well, Charlie, I'm glad you asked. This is the part where we introduce our new homebrew 5e D&D podcast, The Fumbling Four and the Almighty Crit, where we explore the homebrew world of Alteris using homebrew rules and homebrew material from the Dungeon Master's Guild. Yeah, sounds boring. I'm out of here. See you later, Charlie. We hope to have you guys come check us out soon. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts.